How we doing today, my people? How we doing? My name is Sina Palavan. I am the host of the Talk Too Much podcast. Welcome to another week. This is episode number 44, where I help you go non-fungible. This week, we had a very special episode because I'm introducing to my audience a brand new type of NFT technology that will completely change the game and that might motivate some of you to actually invest in non-fungible assets. My guest for the week was Mr. Ben Lakoff. Mr. Ben is the business lead and co-founder at Charged Particles. Now I wonder, I know you guys are wondering what exactly is Charged Particles? Charged Particles is a protocol that introduces a new type of technology where you can bake ERC-20 and ERC-721 tokens inside an, in another NFT, an ERC-721 token. So what does this mean exactly? You can program your cryptocurrencies into an NFT to earn you yield over time. Um, this is done through Aave's technology. Charge Particles uses Aave's infrastructure on the back end. What this does is, number one, now your NFTs can earn you yield over time. What do you think that does to the value of the NFT when you're selling it on the open market? Hey, this isn't just an NFT with great art, a dynamic use case, but it's a basket full of assets that earn you passive income over time. Not only that, you can bake other NFTs into it. Let's say you're creating um, an avatar or uh, yeah, let's say you're creating an avatar for a virtual world. Why not bake a piece of land inside the avatar and sell it for even more? What I'm trying to say is this technology completely changes how we perceive the value of these non-fungible assets. Um, you can now, no matter what the asset is, <clears throat> whatever its value is on the open market, now you can play around with that value. You know, now you can get creative. Now you can bake other different NFTs into it. Now you can bake other ERC-20 tokens into it and make it earn yield. So now the game is completely different. Many of you are wondering, why wouldn't I just stake my crypto uh, through Aave directly? Why not in an NFT? Because now that NFT is your value. Now you're also upgrading the value of that NFT and earning passive income all in one. Uh, in regards to the security, they use Aave's uh, computational algorithm. So they, if they use Aave's technology on the back end, um, the security is as safe as Aave's security is. Uh, obviously, adding another layer of computation on top of the base layer of transactions does lead to more security risk. But that shouldn't be that much of a problem considering this is a protocol built specifically to be built on top of this type of technology. So it was built for this, basically. Uh, this is a new type of technology that launched on Friday last week, the protocol did. So now we can actually charge our particles. Uh, that's what we, they refer to as the NFTs and change the value of these NFTs over time. Now we could really, really, I think, explore different use cases and expand this industry. But without further ado, my people, let's get into the episode. So, Mr. Ben, um, I would like for you to please introduce yourself to my audience. Um, and I want you to explain ch what Charged Particles is um, and what your vision is behind this protocol. Sure. Uh well, thanks for having me on today. My name's Ben Lakoff. Uh, my background is in finance, so uh, corporate finance, banking, private equity, before going down the, the crypto rabbit hole, as they say. Um, I met Rob Secord, who's the visionary. He, he, he takes all the credit in thinking up uh, the vision that is charged particles. Uh, so I joined him last summer, uh, June of 2020. Um, 
which is like it was such a weird year last year. I think everybody agrees on that. But um, it was there that he kind of captivated me with the idea of uh, charged particles. We met in Gitcoin Kernel. So for your listeners that are interested in getting involved with Web3 and the greater crypto ecosystem, whether as a builder, a developer, uh, a somebody interested to learn more highly recommended you apply for gitcoin kernel so it's kernel.community um i'm still a mentor there i still feel very strongly about the 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 mission that they're providing within the greater what, crypto what, ecosystem. may i interrupt you what do the, what does this do really quickly it's a it's a virtual accelerator for lack of a better term, but um, it's, it's basically a community of people interested in pushing forward the vision of web three. So this decentralized internet that we're moving towards. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's kind of a place for each person, which is why it doesn't fit as an accelerator or as a, a education place. Uh, it's, it's more of a community for like-minded individuals. Um, so, Charged particles, the, what we do is we allow you to take your NFT, which is not just art. Uh, there's a number of different use cases for an NFT. It's just a, a, a unique token. And you, we allow you to deposit assets inside of that. So you can deposit an NFT inside of your NFT. You can deposit ERC-20 tokens, like social tokens, inside of your NFT. And you can deposit DeFi yield-bearing assets inside of your NFT, creating this new token mechanic of having an NFT earning interest um, that's very fascinating to us. So the vision with charged particles is that everybody interacting with an NFT needs to ask what's inside. There might be something inside of my NFT. So what's what's in your NFT? That, that was awesome. I did not expect that. That kind of just blew my mind. What's inside an NFT? That suddenly, right now, when, when you look at the value of an NFT, you look at the front end, the art, um, how it's designed, and then you look at the back end infrastructure, um, its use cases. So now that we're looking at these NFTs as like a basket, like you said, uh, holding other tokens, it suddenly gives these NFT these tokens expert and a large amount of value that we don't even know yet. You could anybody could put anything in these NFTs. If you don't mind, can you before can you go into how how you met uh, Mr. Rob and how what about his vision about the vision that he presented to you uh, sold you? Yeah, sure. So uh, I met him at Gitcoin Kernel last summer, and what about it sold me was like many people first getting into NFTs. Um, you know, I, they were crypto kitties. They blocked the, uh, they clogged up the Ethereum uh, blockchain. They were this digital collectible. I got the idea of provenance. I got the idea of scarcity with digital items that previously were infinitely replicable. I got all of those things, but I never really had like a collector mindset, like an art mindset. So I didn't grow up having my family say, hey, we're going to invest in this painting and buy a $50,000 painting and hang it on our wall. And it's a it's a store of value and it might go up over time. I never, I, I was more of a Buffett uh, type uh, student, uh, have my CFA and did, did that whole thing. So the idea even of gold as a store of value, you know, uh, versus a cash flow producing investment mm-hmm. never really clicked. So I, I struggled with a lot of these like learnings within 
um, these areas anyways. But with Rob, what really captivated me was um, a greater education for myself on what the possibility of NFTs can bring. So and when you zoom out and you say, an NFT is a unique token. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, like a collectible. And it's like, no, it's a it's a unique digital token. Okay, well, so this could be a ticket to an event. This could be an access token to, for your members to access this um, Zoom. You can have it as a bond. You can have it as an option contract. You can have it as a, 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 an insurance contract, a a uh, property record, an insurance record, uh, all of these things could be represented as NFTs. So, uh, and then if you subscribe to this greater vision of the metaverse being this decentralized world that has a greater part in the future, in our future, then each of those items that you're interacting with within this future metaverse, ready player one sort of situation would be represented by an NFT. So, each of those NFTs being able to hold value, hold interest-bearing assets, hold other NFTs, this all becomes much, much more relevant. So this is this is kind of what I I mean it 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 it's another rabbit hole, and this is kind of the joy of crypto, right? I mean, DeFi it's its own rabbit hole that you can spend forever, and uh, NFTs it's your own rabbit hole. Uh, social tokens, DAOs, like they all go so deep. Um, that he he basically opened up my eyes of of what NFTs with these enhanced capabilities could could open up the doors to. And it's it's funny that you say that you you were so you said you grew up as a student of Warren Buffett. How how was that transition for you? Because to hear uh, usually students of Warren Buffett, students that you know people that believe in in biz, investing in businesses more so it's a lot of them it's hard to transition into this world but it seems like you not only transition seamlessly but now you're a believer and a, a you're an advocator of this new space as you're pushing it forward how was that transition was it because you met mr rob and you saw the vision of charged particles or was it before that um well it wasn't a seamless transition that's for sure it wasn't quick um it it's still evolving um so i still believe I, I mean, zooming out as an asset allocator, like I, I think cash flow producing investments probably make sense, but that's 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 a conversation for another time. So specifically about NFTs having value, yeah, I mean, I think the the ability for unique digital assets existing as an NFT, being able to hold and retain at times an increasing value. Um, yeah, these these offer a lot of opportunities for investors, and it's a it's kind of a, a whole new world, that's for sure. I was going to ask, and I want to pose a hypothetical. I just thought of this. You said that you believe in investing in businesses and cash producing assets. Would do you think that in the metaverse, the digital world that's opening up, let's combine these two roads? Do you think that there we that let's say you were to buy a plot of land? Do you think that one day? maybe even now you can turn these virtual plots of land into singular cash producing businesses that keep going. Would you consider that um, a new paradigm in, in, in what's known as a cash producing asset, these virtual lands? Do you think that's a possibility? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so like the metaverse is replicating this world that we have in a digital form. So fast forward, you'll have landowners 
who are renting that land to a builder who's holding it. So having kicking off cash flow. Um, so there'll be a lot of things like that. You could, um, excuse me, um, have some sort of storefront built on your land and have some sort of rev share opportunity with that storefront operator. Uh, so certainly, certainly a lot of opportunities within that to turn these like rather esoteric NFTs into more of like a cash flowing investment. Definitely. Okay. And now um, I, I really want to kind of get into the process of, of, of how you earn yield through these NFTs. So the in the protocol itself, you can program. It's called charge particles. So you charge the NFT up in a, in a sense. Can you please explain the process of charging up a, a an NFT and how you earn yield? Yeah. So uh, I'll preface this by saying we don't have a magic yield wand that we wave on things and suddenly they produce yield. Uh, unfortunately, that'd be pretty cool if we did. And I'd wave it all over weird things uh, to make the space even more weird. Um, and I need to come up with a different adjective. I use weird for the things that are happening. Oh, weird's a good adjective. Often, yeah, I do all the time. I mean, I tell friends here, like, <laughs> I, I do weird things with NFTs. And they're like, what? And I'm like, you're not yeah, that you wouldn't understand it, anything. The context <laughs> of that can be misinterpreted. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a good thing to tell people you're up late doing weird things on the internet. But um, anyways, um, yeah, so uh, we allow we use smart contracts and give each NFT its own smart wallet that enables that to hold other assets. So one of those assets can be interest-bearing assets. So you are taking your NFT and you're depositing assets into it, which in the background are depositing it into these borrowing and lending DeFi protocols like Aave or Compound and generating interest from those underlying protocols. So that interest then through this NFT can be uh, pulled apart. So the interest can be programmed to a different wallet, um, but it, it creates this, this idea of having an NFT, having a principal amount that's deposited, having an accrued interest that's being accumulated, all containerized within that NFT. So this accumulated yield then is a product of time and principal investment. So this can be used in interesting ways in whatever ecosystem that that is being developed around, uh, which the, the, the opportunities here are quite endless. Um, so we launched with a, a minting station and a marketplace. So you can create a piece of art and fill it full of interest bearing assets and do fill it full of social tokens, other NFTs. But this is basically a proof of concept of like, this is the power of having an NFT holding other assets, uh, let's let's go crazy. So our, our Discord is always popping with crazy ideas and we're getting involved in hackathons and, and trying to build these uh, quite revolutionary ideas ar around this space. I'm actually in your Discord. So if you ever see a link to this show in there, I apologize. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. Pop it in, man. Yeah. 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 Um, so I wanted to talk about the interest rates on these NFTs. How do we determine interest rates per NFTs? And why would, what would prevent, so for example, why would someone use charge particles as opposed to just doing normal DeFi process on Aave? Yeah, good question. So the, the interest rate is just a pass through from whatever underlying protocol. So Aave or Compound. Um, the difference is this containerization uh, function. So 
you have an NFT, you can deposit die that's converted to a die and earning the a die rate, which is maybe 5%, then you can put WBTC and that's earning this. You can put all of these into one container, one basket, then we're interest we're yield aggregator or yield uh, platform agnostic. Um, so right now we have Ave and compound, but we can add yearn, we can add other platforms. So you could have all of these things as like this basket of interest bearing assets, all containerized and you one click can transfer the whole thing to another wallet, um, which, it, you know, and each one of these maybe is, is collecting each underlying protocols, um, yield farming campaign. So little bits of Ave, little bits of compound. We also will have our own liquidity mining program. So you're earning a little bit of our governance token. We have this unique aspect within our ecosystem called leptons, which will multiply those rewards. So to give you more of our governance token based on the interest that you're earning. So it gives you it gives you this possibility and, and then you can program those yield flows. So a, a portion could go to a charity. Um, you can time lock those individual invest investments for different periods of time. So this is a novel new use case. It's pretty crazy, but like the, the really fascinating pieces will come as this is a building block. So you have this basket of all of these different DeFi protocols that are earning yield at different rates and locked at different time periods and are triggering different things. Maybe the artwork that, that houses that NFT is changing, but how this exists within another ecosystem. So maybe that uh, influences the amount of voting weight you have in another protocol. Maybe that influences uh, the amount of, of like clout you have within another community. Uh, this is where, this is where things get really really weird uh and, and fun and interesting and um there's there's definitely something there so hypothetically because uh you could put it you could deposit whatever type of token into any type of nft including a uh, virtual land do you think that now let's say you and i both have a small parcel in somnium space or decentraland but you have way more uh tokens deposited into your nft suddenly your land even though my location might be better your land is suddenly more valuable than mine this completely possibly yeah yeah or you could do something a little more wild like i don't know i um so my uh crypto voxels or somnium space land um i deposit a bunch of my assets into it that's generating interest well somehow this interest could go to users that are visiting my space. So you're incentivizing people to come through because a portion of the interest would be available for people that visit based on time. Like there's, there's, there's fun interplays that you can do. And we purposely left this protocol quite malleable because the best ideas, I mean, we, we have a number of different pieces that we've posted crazy ideas obviously within gaming you get a lot of lot of wild ideas but like the best ideas come from the the community and ideas are abundant we have a lot of fun ideas so actually taking the time and executing on these different things like this is where things get really fun so i mean shout out photons our discord you're in there you see how awesome it is um but we love to see like the creativity and the creative juices flowing where people are like holy freaking crap, 
the possibilities literally are insane and assuming that the world involves nfts which we all hope it and think it does obviously um this could be a core building block and making these things a lot more functional i think you just blew my mind i I, i'm right now i'm looking for ways so I'm, i'm trying to build out my collection as well i actually sold an nft to the ceo of somnium space like two a month ago or two months ago but I'm, I'm building out my collection and I was thinking I have a piece of land in Somnium and Sandbox and I was thinking of use cases and it's that just completely blew my mind because I was thinking, how, why would I why would someone want to see my show in the metaverse? But now that you just threw that idea my way, it just blew my mind. That's actually absurd. That's one of the most insane ideas ever, because now that really just like that really makes someone have an incentive to walk in the metaverse and spend time in these virtual worlds, because now you can go on a parcel of land participate in their experiences and just like you said through charged particles earn a percentage of their yield so now i want to kind of talk about uh, i saw on the website that the aves a tokens are the primary interest bearing asset uh can you explain why and do you get to choose which asset uh, is the primary uh, the interest bearing asset when you start this process yeah so at the protocol level we've integrated compound but uh in the ui it's only ave and this was um Development. I mean, Rob. Rob had a uh, proof of concept for charged particles out like beginning of 2020, so for over a year. So Ave was the first one that he kind of went with. So that's that's all. All of these are an experiment of like, do people want interest bearing assets in their NFTs? Well, okay. So we offer Ave. We offer Compound. If if you're a bit more technical, we can add additional uh, providers if this makes sense, and we have voting in the platform. But uh, yeah, we're open to adding additional uh, yield sources. That's for sure. And do do I choose which? So when I'm about to start this process, can I choose between where I get my interest rates from, from like Ave, Compound, or, or whatever you guys have available? Yeah, if they're available. So right now it's just Ave though. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to ask. Okay, so I'm going to run through some terms as part of the process. If you could please just explain the term uh, for my audience so they have a better understanding. Sure. I want to Wait, start with- and one, one more comment. So yeah. um, the other thing is we go live on Polygon this week. So Ave is also on Polygon. So you can experiment around with this creating an NFT, putting other NFTs, social tokens, yield bearing assets, programming the yield, time locking the principal, all within uh, this fun sidechain layer two Polygon. Uh, and pay fractions of a penny That's to do all of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. L two is definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I actually or would like broadly to... speaking, scaling. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. That's that's actually what I was going to ask you. Um. So since because I saw that tweet too that you were before we get into these terms, I just want to address that that you got that you just, you're going live on Polygon tomorrow. Are you going to be strictly on Polygon for the foreseeable future, or are you going to branch out if that's even possible? Yeah, definitely possible. And we're open to anything. I mean, the uh, thesis was that people want to experiment around with NFTs earning yield. Um, Well, since Aave is there, NFTs support is there, like then Polygon was a a, a perfect choice for that. But I I mean, there's a number of other scaling solutions. Even L2s? Yeah. Another number of other L2s. There's a number of other uh, layer one, uh, like Ethereum competitors or or whatever the definition would be, I suppose. 
Um, and, and we're not against uh, going to those other ones. We're just thinking about the users and um, these two make sense for now. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that, you know, while I am, I consider myself an Ethereum, it's just, it's the most dominant blockchain. I do believe we'll be in a multi-chain society uh, where not just all these layer twos and all these layer ones will have an impact. So I want to get hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get into, because honestly, all, there's a lot of other great projects going on in Solana, Cardano. So yeah, I want to get into this, the process of this. I want to start off with time locks. Um, can you please explain what a time lock is in the charge particle process? Yeah. Uh, so a time lock is simply something is locked for a period of time, which seems silly when I just take the same word and break it up. But um, with <laughs> charge particles, it could be that you have an NFT and you put a thousand talk too much tokens inside of it. Hashtag no token yet. Don't go out and buy something. Beware of scams. Or do you have a token? That's me. No, but I was trying to scam some people. So good call. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have a thousand or say you have a thousand bin tokens. You put them inside of this NFT and I can time lock them and say these bin tokens are, are part of this NFT, but I can't remove them for a year, for a month, for a week, um, for 10 years. Okay. So um that that's what a time lock is. And this this um, in a way just secures your interest over time because I'm assuming a lot of people can you remove the yield uh, and which we're going to get to that uh, term in a sec. Can you remove it whenever you want? So the yield like on a bin token the accrued no, interest. The accrued interest. Uh, yeah, so you can discharge and pull out the accrued interest, but bin token unless somebody builds a uh, borrowing and lending protocol for bin tokens, which. I would never support that. But that'd be kind of funny. Uh, then, then yes. Uh, so, bin tokens wouldn't earn yield, sadly, right now. And there is no bin token. Please don't buy them. Sorry, I should definitely say that uh, they don't exist. Or for, not, for now, I'm sure for they now. exist. Yeah, you know, yeah, they definitely exist. <laughs> Literally everything. There has to be at this one point. bin token out there. That's a... I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it's not mine, <laughs> Mr. Ben. So, and this kind of goes with the saying, but a charge in the sense of what? How explain how a charge works? So you charge. Uh, the NFT with other tokens, correct? Yes. Uh, so if, if anybody was wondering, there's a Benz token, um, B-E-N-Z. Oh, wow. Yeah. I couldn't find Ben. I'm sure it exists. Uh, so charge is the accumulated yield within an NFT. Um, so we use this term a bit um differently within the the ecosystem but when you energize or charge an nft you're putting things inside of it and then the accumulated interest uh we call charge so an nft is a particle a charged particle is an nft that has yield so the charge is the accumulated yield okay that makes sense and then that's how the discharge is rem is removing the accrued interest can you correct Please explain this one a little bit was confusing. It might be simple. Uh, mass removal configurations, uh, that terminology, because it said also that you have to burn the NFT to remove the principle from the NFT. If you could also explain to my audience what the principle is as well. Yeah, so the principle would be um, principle we call mass as well. So we've stick, stuck to this physics theme within uh, everything charge particles. So our community are called the photons. When you create oh, an NFT, it's called a proton. A, a oh. yield uh, multiplier NFT is a lepton. Like the, 
they're all um i've had like a physics 101 <laughs> now i get one yeah since since i've uh started this or, or, or been working with this for sure so mass is principle principle is just i put a thousand dollars into my nft if it's earning 10 percent through ave at the end of the year i'll have a hundred and ten dollars so a, a thousand is the principle or the mass so to discharge pull out that mass that you can have custom configurations around time or whatever, but that accumulated yield, that charge, that ten dollars, um, that would be like discharge. Oh, okay. So, and then can you? What about? Do you have to burn the NFT? The question was, do you have to burn the NFT to remove the principal? Is that the case? So that can be a, a configuration. So the idea is that I have this interest-bearing NFT that is an interest-bearing NFT because it has a big principle and that stays within that NFT forever until I destroy the NFT and then I can pull out the principle, that mass. Oh, okay. I get it. And I also want to touch on one one more topic in the charge particles conversation and that is uh, the, using your NFTs as collateral for a, for a DeFi loan. How would um, this process of charging a particle kind of... Uh, change kind of make these nfts uh more valuable when they're you're putting them up for collateral yeah so we have a couple partnerships with uh people around this um more broadly speaking i mean nfts are going to be this big part of the metaverse this big part of the world uh, more and more value will be captured by nfts at in general so the ability to unlock that value that is held by an nft will become more and more important so the ability to take this NFT, put it into a smart contract, take a loan based on the value um, will become more and more important. So that NFT that you put into the uh, smart contract and take a, a, a loan against, that as a charged particle, as an NFT owning other assets, as an NFT owning other NFTs, this we believe is a more pristine collateral type. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a the the whole NFTs is collateral thing. There's still a lot of work being done um, and kind of a, a lot to be figured out within that space. Um, but a charge particle NFT as collateral, we think, is a, a better source of collateral. So, and I, I kind of agree, and this is why I think that as we're moving, as we're transitioning to this new world, you know, you hear Gary Vee saying it too, like these young kids growing up, this newer newer generation. Like when they're getting into the investments and they're learning about finance, you know, it's going to be much more appealing for them to be able to earn yield. They're going to understand it more when, oh, I can buy a game item. I could maybe I could deposit some of these ERC20 tokens in here and maybe I could boost this value of the game item to make me get ahead in the game. So there's just so many um, just an abundance of opportunities. I was going to ask you, segueing from that. What do you think? We already talked about it earlier. What are some unique use cases that you can do with these NFTs once they earn yield? You said earlier that you could just uh, you could um, well, give out the yield to the people that come on your land based off the time they spend on your land. That was very unique. What are some other use cases that people can do with NFTs that you know bear interest? Yeah, um, I mean, this is the thing, right? NFTs are so broad. Uh, so NFTs as in-game items, you have a sword that's earning yield that equates to more power within the game. Uh, this is a very easy use case. Um, you think about 
virtual geocaching. Uh, so you have an NFT holding interest-bearing assets. The more time that it's hidden, the more yield it's earning that you can be used as a reward when you find it. Um, so all of these, and then all of the things that we had previously talked about, like voting weight within a protocol or, or all of these, you know, um, these, these are definitely possibilities as well. So there, there's a lot, um, that's for sure. How do you see, uh, as now that this is a completely new concept in, in this space, how do you see charged particles um, evolving? If you were to, you know, I always ask my guests this before, you know, towards the end of the interviews, if you were to give me a, a roadmap of charged particles for the next year, how do you believe it would play out? Yeah. Well, I mean, so with charged particles, we're, we're a protocol that's NFT agnostic and we're a DAP that's uh, targeted toward the art uh, NFT market. So within art NFTs, we'll continue to optimize this uh, DAP that we have, bring on big artists. Like uh, next month, we're dropping an NFT with Gigi Buffon. Oh, wow. Like, and doing a lot of, yeah, doing a lot of really Google. innovative things. Yeah. So you give these artists the um, the tools and the ability to create truly unique NFTs, an NFT filled with your social token, time lock for a year, filled with other NFTs like a treasure box. Um, so giving artists tools to to create truly innovative NFTs. So with with that will be integrated into another a, a number of the other NFT marketplaces. It's a bit of a red ocean. There's lots of NFT marketplaces coming online. So the ability for them to integrate charge particle technology gives them this edge of like, hey, our artists can do these crazy things. Um, charge particles itself, we don't aspire to be this minting platform and marketplace. So the idea is you mint an NFT anywhere else, you can bring it to charge particles and do crazy things with it. You deposit things in a programmatic way. So that's that's kind of the art dap trajectory and where we're going and all of those things are coming up in the next six months to a year like tons and tons of features more chains more features more malleability and then at the protocol level it's um uh, charge particle art dap is just one dap but the ability to do additional daps uh perhaps more financial use cases all of these are are kind of the real gigantic potential of the charge particle protocol. So it's about um, recruiting the right people and getting the right people within the community uh, excited about these things and empowering them, funding them and supporting them to with with our our help and direction, obviously, but um to build like the next big, billion dollar dap on top of charge particle technology, which we, I mean, I'm biased, but I think there's, there's a few out there. That's for sure. I actually 100% agree because this, this concept is just completely changed crypto, turned it on its head. In fact, it, if someone were to say NFTs are dead to me, that means they probably haven't heard about charge particles or heard this interview. I was going to ask, we didn't cover this uh, concept. I mean that by the way, it's just, I'm just thinking of all the possibilities right now. I'm looking, thinking about my wallet and what I could do with it. And you, you guys go live tomorrow, right? To, on Polygon. On Polygon, yeah. All right, so we're gonna. That's what we're gonna check out tomorrow. I, we didn't even cover one feature that I think was very, very interesting. Is you could uh, on the website it says you could schedule uh, your or program your yield to go into, let's say, a peer's wallet. 
if you want to. So it doesn't have to go into your NFT. You could, for example, if you have a valuable NFT, a valuable business model, and you know you could negotiate a business deal with someone where they earn your yield for something. Um, can you go more in depth on this? What was the motives behind this? And what exactly does this play into? What industries will this affect? Yeah, I mean, the short answer with all of these things is we're not really sure. We've had some like initial hypotheses on on why this could be useful. Um, the thought here was there's some sort of portion of the interest generated to a charity, to another third party. How that's used in practice, we're not exactly sure. We've had a couple of people on our platform um, create a piece of art, fill it with uh, some fill it with principal with a, an amount of money and a portion of that interest goes to a charity. Uh, so as this NFT like goes through time, the, the principal amount is time locked. So that charity is basically guaranteed a, a bit of an interest stream for a while. Um, so that's, that's a potential use case, but um, yeah, I think there's some like Patreon esque uh, sort of ability baked in there somewhere. And I, I want to, I'm going to ask you just one or two more questions. Um, I want to talk about one more, just to my audience, just to make sure, what are the risks involved in this? Because now it seems like from my perspective, if I were to invest my, you know, ERC20 tokens, you know, I would definitely do, do use the charge particles technology and put them in an NFT and bolster up another one of my assets rather than just a platform that allows me to earn yield. So I was going to ask you, do you believe in not financial advice? Do you believe it's better to store your tokens into a, a, an NFT with charge particles uh, technology? And what are also the risks for users in doing so? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, we've, the protocol has been audited. So whatever that means to your users or listeners, um, I mean, audited protocols get hacked or exploited every day. I think the design space of NFTs and DeFi and composability, all of these things are interacting in ways that um, were pretty hard to uh, imagine a while ago. So um, anytime you're adding another smart contract, uh, another something else touching your assets, there's always a, an added layer of risk. Um, so, you know, DYOR, et cetera, et cetera. But um, no, I think it, 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 you have ETH that sits there in a wallet. You have ETH that sits there in a smart contract. You have ETH that sits there in a smart contract and is lent out over here into a smart contract. Like it, everything kind of builds on each each other. And it's, it's up to the individual users to make that decision of like a risk tolerance and uh, the added benefit of adding these layers of complexity and potential risk uh, versus the the reward and flexibility and innovation that you get from it. And I, I think that the number one thing people uh, I need to really take from this is this creates for my audience, you're, you guys put in effort in creating these NFTs and, you know, you sell them, you try and sell them, whether it works or not, you know, this gives you another added layer of value to your NFTs. Now you can not just rely on your designs and hopefully they like it. You can program your designs to offer use cases to your consumers that might entice them. Um, Mr. Ben, thank you for so much for actually going through uh, charge particles for me. If I was to leave you off on one question, it would be for you, from my experience, I'm probably going to cut this off. How is it like, as you joined crypto in 2020, how is it like uh, been working in crypto 
compared to your career in, in traditional jobs, if I may ask? Yeah, sure. Well, I joined in 2016, but oh, okay. it's, uh, it's a lot more fast moving. It's a lot more, a lot, you know, I mean, it's 24 seven, uh, 365. Our team is very geographically diverse, fully remote, somebody online to chat and work on stuff at all times. Um, the space, Right now, this is being recorded in 2021. It's like a bull market, so everybody's happy and uh, skipping through the streets uh, under a rainbow. So, I mean, the the space changes quite a bit. It's it's a unique space in that everyone is bull markets. We're all believers in this utopian world that we're building towards, and our portfolios are going up. You know, we're all kind of probably invested a bit into like the underlying ecosystem that we're working on. So it's like, it's, it's quite an emotional roller coaster because everything's going up and to the right. Like there's partnerships and everybody's being innovative and like, yeah, we'll give you a grant for this and this will be great. And yeah, of course we're higher than this position and this will be awesome. And we're, we're building the, the better internet. And then the, and uh, the inevitable bear market, maybe this time it's different. We'll never have a pullback again, but like, um, you know, people start to think, Oh shit, like look at our burn rate, look at our runway. Like we want to be around for a long time. So maybe we cut spending, maybe we pull back on development. Maybe we stop, we go more to an R and D phase. Um, and, and then additionally, I mean, charge particles, like many other protocols and, um, in organizations, we, we have a governance token that's trading that's, wildly fluctuating 24 7 365 so you have this added issue of your team thinking the market cap or token price is reflective of their value that they're producing which um you, the token price is impacted by market conditions and a number of other things and the actual the reality is behind the scenes you're working very hard you're working freaking overtime plus uh, trying to create this better world and it doesn't exactly uh, correlate exactly to the token price. So these are the main differences um, uh, in the space. And and then you have the other thing that like, you know, I, I, I find another Ben Lakoff that looks just like me on Telegram scamming people and stuff like that that you never have to worry about in the real world, but uh, it's it's kind of par for the course. That must mean you're doing out. something right, though, in, in a way. Uh, yeah. No, I guess not. Yeah. Yeah. But. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that about me, though. There's a couple other seniors running around. No, I'm kidding. It'll happen. It's it's unfortunate. But do you think yeah. you could go back to the traditional world now that you're in crypto? Okay, that's what I that's what I was I wanted to to really go for because I'm just looking for that layer. Of, I'm I'm really curious. I'm, I'm I consider I'm not really stressed because I'm trying to find my footing. But as I said, I'm very excited to see how this year plays out. But Mr. Ben, thank you uh, very much. I don't want to take up your time and talk about what my I want to do with my career. Um, thank you so much. I'm very fascinated by this. Um, this episode will be out next week. I'm going to apologize in advance. I mark it all week, so you will see my notifications every day. And I'm sorry if it's bothersome. It blast it out. Thank you, sir.